Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, medals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. That's right. Unauthorized, unscripted, unintimidated. It's America Unplugged right here on Rockfin, AmericaUnplugged.com. AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com. You know where you can find it. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, and it's yet another week of absolute mayhem and nonsense and uh, clown world, like Tony likes to say, the whole deal. Uh, Things are not getting any better, ladies and gents, in particular for freedom of speech. There is an assault going on right now for freedom of speech, whether you agree with it or not, and we're going to talk about it uh, here with the panel. Uh, Alex Jones, man, crazy crap. And we're also going to talk about the UN declaring war on conspiracy theories because both of these link in. And when I used to lose a gasket about freaking QAnon, this is what I'm talking about, okay? This is what I'm talking about. They were like, why are you so, you know, why do you get such a visceral reaction when you talk about QAnon? Why are you Trump tart? I mean, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Trump derangement syndrome. Do you have that? This is why. This is why, okay? But but here we go. We got the usual suspects and a very, very special guest, Tony Atterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. Say what's up to the Bill, Billy, I'm going to let you introduce our guest, and uh, I want to tell our guest, first of all, you got to understand how honored I am. I get to talk to Don every Saturday, and I had <laughs> kind of the same experience where I read Don's books, and I got to meet him. Now I'm on the air with him, but I want to do something for you, uh, young man, before Billy introduces you. I want to play a little clip here. Uh, this is for your social credit score. <laughs> just just a little gift for me we're 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 glad to have you here we're very glad to have you here but but the man makes an excellent point okay your your social credit score you're a very young man it's it's you know it's probably you know in the 700s the 800s well right now after this it's gonna take a really big hit just giving you a heads up sir we're gonna introduce you last to the audience and of course the legendary Don Jeffries is here with us. We're going to talk about your boy, Alex Jones. I got hip to Mr. Don Jeffries a long, long time ago watching InfoWars. He was on with Alex Jones. And, uh, and I was like, this guy is super freaking cool. If I ever start a show of my own, I'm going to get him on and talk to him. And here he is, the legendary Don Jeffries. What's up, sir? Hey, it's it's thanks, Billy. I appreciate that, and, and I'm excited to have Maverick here too. Um, Maverick just turned 15, and I he tells me I think he started reading Hidden History or my books when he was like 12. So uh, I have not found a, a, a younger person that has read my books yet. Maybe they exist out there. I'd like to think so, but it's very gratifying to know uh, someone that young is out there. And we're you know this is he's the future, and uh, uh, you know. Carry my books around you proudly, Maverick. We have to, we have to, we have to change this social credit score system. But seriously, I'm very uh, excited about having him here. Oh, uh, that's fantastic! And young Maverick is here with us. Uh, this is, I, I, I'm assuming, Maverick, and correct me if I'm wrong, that this is your first time on a show. Of second, second time. Where were yeah, you before? I, I, <laughs> Tell him, Maverick. On before. All right, Don had you on before. Okay, so now you're on America Unplugged. You. you you are not you're not completely you know uninitiated uh, to what it is that we do. So so here we go, Maverick. Interest, say what's up to the people here at American Plug. He 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 is uh, Don's young Padawan, uh, I guess for for lack of a better term. He, he he's a young dude and and uh, he's uh, he's reading hidden history. We were talking before we went on air, and I was like, I, I wasn't reading hidden history when I was thirteen. You know, like it just was not happening. It wasn't a thing. But young Maverick is doing that. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good this morning. I'm doing good. I was reading his new one, Crime and Cover. I've read three of his books. Mm. So I'm trying to get through them all. That's so fantastic. Do. What else have you read? What, what, what else uh, is in your library? 
openness about everything. I've mm. always been um, gifted with the ability to read well. So, like, third grade was when I started with, uh, uh, like, history books and all that. I started with World War II, and that's Fantastic. all I've read for a very long time. And then I, I'll read about anything. Uh, I don't know, psychology, math, uh, global warming books. I've read a lot. Good for you, buddy. Um, um, I'll tell you this, and then we'll jump into Alex Jones. When, when I, uh, my native language is Spanish. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, English I learned in school. So it, at, at, at our household, we, we spoke Spanish exclusively. And I got tossed into kindergarten here, not knowing a lick of English. You know, I, it was, it was sink or swim. And uh, as a result, I developed this, this adversarial relationship with reading because it was tough for me. And, and, um, you know, the classroom, uh, classmates would make fun. I have no idea what the hell was going on. I can only speak Spanish. I couldn't even read Spanish. I can only speak it, you know, and as time went on, I got better with it, but I still hate it. You know, I do it because I have to. Um, uh, but, um, but fantastic. I'm very happy that, that you enjoy it and that you can do it. It is a gift nowadays. And, and that's a sad thing to say, but it is. So uh, harness uh, that gift and, and do what you need to do with it, brother. We, we're here to support you. Okay. Infowars, right? So Alex Jones got hit with 4.5 million initially that he had to pay. Right. Um, and then he got hit with an extra 45 million. Um, with punitive damages. Now, maybe Tony can shed some light on this. I, I spoke to Don about it uh, a little bit before the show. But they're saying that in Texas, and I'm getting this from InfoWars. You know, I'm getting this from Alex talking. And Alex has some dude um, uh, talking, some bald-headed guy. I forget his name. He's, he's been there all week giving the worst predictions ever. It's like, dude, shut the hell up. Robert you know, Barnes probably. I guess that's his name. Robert yes, Barnes. it is. Yeah, it is yeah. Robert, Robert Barnes just talking complete nonsense, making himself look stupid every every freaking step of the way. Like, if he says something, just do the opposite because that's what's been happening uh, throughout this this trial, right? But uh, they're talking about that, that there's a cap in Texas uh, on how much... Uh, you know, you can demand for punitive damages of $1.5 million. Do you know anything about this? I, I don't know about that. I've never heard that before. I think it's just based off of what uh, you can prove that uh, assets or income that you have, Billy. I don't, I don't think because you wouldn't be able to cap punitive damages on a multinational corporation right. you know, or, or any sort of, uh, you know, group lawsuit. Right. So, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that. And I also think that, you know, this is also coming out of Connecticut, too. You could get mm. multi-state judgments uh, to be carried out. I, this is this is bad. It's not going to be like, oh, we only got hit with so much. I mean, oh, yeah. and we were talking off air, you know, the, these law- the parasite class, these lawyers, they have no idea what income is. Because you receive a gross amount, your products cost money. There's overhead. There's marketing. You get down to the nitty gritty. You don't get this giant. They think, well, you brought in two hundred million dollars. Yeah, but what were the expenses? Yeah, you know, I mean, these people are just out. They're outrageous. They think you have, and that's what a lot of people think about business. Oh, you brought in that much, so you must have that much. No, you don't. And I think, I mean, I think, <laughs> what, what is what is Alex really worth? What is Infowars really worth? Right. It can't be worth. I mean, a forty-five million dollar judgment. On a on a talk show host, yeah, he's syndicated. He's got a powerful show. He's got a lot of reach. That that is, I mean, I think he's probably uh, right when he says more than two million will sink us, because he was, uh, you know, going out and trying to get funds, raising funds long before these judgments, and and, and uh, you know the the amount of here's how you know he needs to more cash. He has to plug. He has to plug all the time. Um, this is a, this is a penny business. You're talking about small margins in his. Uh, his products, his nutraceuticals. I mean, what, what are you taking home? 20, 10, 20%? And then you got to deduct marketing off of that. I mean, this is the, the lawyers, the legal system that it's a parasite class. They have no idea where they just get showered with money because they exist. And pay, paying for something like band.video. video. Oh, it's, it's massive. Be incredible. Right. To pay for something like that. And, and I was talking to the guys off air. And Don, I'm going to throw it to you. Actually, I'm going to throw it back to, to Tony to get specifics on what I'm about to say. Then I'm going to go to Don, and then we'll get young, young Maverick's take. But, you know, 
Um, I, I, I like to look up celebrity net worths. I like to see how much people are making. They had Alex Jones listed at $10 million for the longest of time. And now all of a sudden they're saying $270 million that the guy is loaded, right? And this is what they want you to believe. This is what they, and, and, and listen, I'm not a fan of Alex Jones. I used to be, I'm not a fan anymore. I, I, I think, I think he's done a lot of harm to the truth movement. You know, if, if we want to call it that, the truth movement, the freedom movement, whatever we want to call it, I think he's done a lot of harm. He's done a lot of good, too. You know, if if uh, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have known about Don, you know, um, and and uh, I wouldn't have been here pretty much. I guess I could say that, you know, um, but what they're trying to do is like just completely demonize him in the face of the mainstream for for those people that won't dig deeper. They just want to believe that this guy is a piece of filth. They just want to believe that he is continuing to lie about Sandy Hook. There was one one of the parents that was scolding Alex Jones, like literally scolding him, giving him a brow beating. And she was like, my child was real. My child died. And you will continue to go on your show and spread your lies. And, and you did it yesterday. And I was like, that's nonsense. <laughs> you know, that's nonsense. You know, I, I, he stopped doing that a long time ago. You know, he he's he said it's 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 a total um it's it's completely true, you know everything that happened in Sandy Hook. Do I have my questions? Yes. And and what I want to say is, and I was listening to to this piece of crap lawyer on the other on the other end, um the 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 young guy with a beard. He 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 thinks he's uh, saving the world, or or he thinks he's on SVU Law and Order, and he's acting up the way he talks. We talked about him with Tone yesterday. I'm not I'm not a fan. Um. He was interrogating a, a young lady that worked for Infowars. And I don't know, you guys out there in uh, the America Unplugged audience are very smart. You're very savvy. You know probably a lot more than, than, than most of us. Um, I want somebody to show me where Alex Jones said that these kids didn't exist. I don't remember him saying it. I don't. And I've been listening to Alex Jones since 2005. I was listening the entire time the Sandy Hook thing popped off. Did he call it a false flag? Yes. Did he say it was a hoax in general? Yes, that something was up. I don't think he ever said that these kids didn't die. He even he even gave credence to um to uh uh theories about what's what's his name the guy uh, Adam Lanza. Lanza. Theories about Lanza <clears throat> and getting guns, you know, and and how you know and all this other stuff. So how is that a thing? How do you relate one with the other if, if you're going to have a crazy conspiracy theory, I guess? Like, it doesn't, I, I don't know. Um, he did talk about crisis actors, and crisis actors are a thing. Okay. So, uh, did they take, did they, were they uh, integral in Sandy Hook? I don't know. Right. But are they a thing? Yeah, they're a thing. They're a freaking thing. This, this is provable. Right. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, it's just, I, I don't remember him specifically saying that these kids didn't exist, that these kids didn't die. Did he present information uh, that would suggest that? Yes, he did. Did he bring on people that said that? Yeah, like James Fetzer and, uh, and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Wolfgang Halbig, right? You know, um, both of those guys have been on the fringe, you know, and, and I never committed to saying that, any, that this thing didn't exist. Um, uh, Sophia Smallstorm. I had on the fringe. I don't think we talked about Sandy Hook, but but when we it was one of her documentaries. It's scary as hell. And I remember doing an interview, and I was like, "Well, if this is true, this is the biggest conspiracy ever. Like, you don't want this to be true. I never wanted it to be true because, damn, imagine that, right? Like, um. But anyway, Tone, give me your thoughts. I don't know. You used to be there. You were involved in, in all of this. You you have more firsthand knowledge than any of us. What what are you thinking? And do you think he ever said that these kids didn't exist? I've never seen that clip. I've never heard that. Right. And the entire time that you know I've watched Alex, I've never heard that, and and uh, even remotely pointing to that. So I don't even know if that is relevant. Hmm. What what if he did? I mean, right. Are you're you, right. Are you're you right. To just just destroy someone because they have an opinion. Do you realize right. how cancerous this is? Do you realize yeah. when this metastasizes, if allowed to go through, 
and every and these these uh, media types and these lawyers and the, the elite, they're all spiking the football, saying we're going to silence Alex Jones. And look, I you know I was a host on Infowars. I filled in. I'm friends with Harrison Smith. Owen Schroyer is a good friend of mine. Uh, I you know off air, I could have an opinion about this and be you know oh well you know that's good it happened to Alex you know whatever. I I think that it's uh, it's a tragedy. That's what's going on because it's gonna it's going to tear into all of alternative media. It's wrong. Uh, Alex made some mistakes here with the, I mean, just kind of like a, a Trump thing where he hires the, <laughs> the worst people to help him out. But I was talking yesterday on Don's show. It's hard to get help in the legal system. It's hard to find attorneys that will fight other attorneys and push back, especially when it's not popular. It's a club. You got to remember, it's a club. And there's a narrative that's being carried out by very powerful forces. They're going to continue to sue InfoWars. I'm not sure that this does deal a death blow, by the way. I think that uh, people like, you know, I even just went and checked Infowars.com. I wonder how many people are doing that right now, checking in and seeing what Infowars is doing. Um, I wonder how much help he'll get. Uh, that remains to be seen. But the issue is, it's not whether Alex Jones, I mean, again, I, we, we don't think he ever said that. That's kind of irrelevant. I mean, look at, uh, look at my life. I have a very, very, very good friend that I buried in Arlington Cemetery because we were in Afghanistan together and he's got a bronze star and a purple heart because he got sick from dealing with frontline stuff. I won't get into it. He was dealing with front. He died of those yeah. of that injury. And again, if somebody says, well, nine 11 was an inside job and we went to Afghanistan on false pretenses. Do I blow up and say, well, I have friends that died, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, <laughs> even though that still pains me, I got his picture on my wall and I honor him. Does that mean that, uh, again, this is, that's the line of logic is that if you're, if there's a tragedy, you can't talk about what happened because the official narrative gives comfort to whoever, you know, lost somebody. This is, this is poison and I can't stress it enough. It's not about Alex Jones. It's, this is about whether or not we have a fair system. This is about the first amendment. This is about the rule of law and these people right. that are trying to tear it down. I, I will tell you, it's going to blow back up on you. And Absolutely. I mean, it's going to find you one of these days, and you're going to be like, well, I have this opinion. And then the totalitarian system that you usher in with your with your beta cuckness, it's going to come get you. Right, 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 right. What's up, Don? Yeah, I certainly agree with Tony, but uh, this is, you know, people back when I, you know, Sandy Hook first happened, I got sucked into that. I watched all the videos and everything. I instantly became convinced that uh, whatever happened, it wasn't what they were telling us. The narrative was full of holes. But the problem was uh, back then they used to fantasize the so-called Sandy Hook truthers about getting some of these people in court, the Wayne Carvers and uh, you know some of the uh, school officials, some of the parents, whatever, getting them in the court and, and presenting them with these anomalies that didn't make any sense. And uh, so here Alex Jones had a chance. And Alex Jones, and Tony's exactly right, this is about Alex Jones. Our, our entire world is on trial here. They, they, they want it, and it's going to come down to Rockfin. Rockfin's growing in popularity. They, they're going to come after Rockfin or Substack, where I write regularly. They don't want any of this. And so they're trying to, I mean, how many subjects do we have now? First of all, we have Pizzagate, which Alex Jones made his first huge mistake when he apologized to that. That was idiotic. It was ridiculous. And uh, it made no sense. And, and he lost a lot of respect for me and lost a lot of people when he did that. Then he basically started apologizing for Sandy Hook when they decided we're going to try this guy. And he started backtracking instantly. He threw Wolfgang Halbig, who knew way more about it than probably anybody. He could have been a good ally and a good witness for him at trial. But no, he wanted to distance himself from it. He threw him under the bus instantly. And Wolfgang ended up going to court too. Fetzer, I'm not so sure about. I've known Fetzer for a long time, and I don't, I don't know that you want Fetzer <laughs> on the witness stand. But how big? Yeah, I think would have been a good witness. But the, the thing was, from the beginning, he should not have backtracked and said, "I never said that." And Tony's, it doesn't matter whether he said it. Even if he said that, he has a right to say that. What, what, what law is covered in the criminal code for that? Again, this is you could say that. Well, now I can understand if maybe. Uh, these were parents who, who lost a child, uh, you know, to a story that wasn't reported. This was a national story. It had gun control implications. The parents, one of the parents was hosting a show for President Obama at one time. They're, they were all involved in promoting this stuff. They had Sandy Hook funds that had never been audited, like in all these cases they have funds. When I was investigating Nally Hollywood case, I tried to find out what the uh, 
the, the amount of the funds were in the Mount Brick, Alabama fund. They, they, the guy just, the guy just uh, you know, was laughing and it said, don't bother me. Nobody knows how much money you're collecting. The public has a right to know. What are you doing with this money? So already there were probably substantial funds donated. What was going on with it? Why, why is this continued need for, for more millions? But Alex Jones, the very first trial, he made the mistake. He backed off, said, I never said that. And now he's saying Sandy Hook's 100% real, 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 which he's admitting he's wrong then. He's defeating his entire argument. He's not presenting an effective defense. He's always had horrible defense attorneys. Now he's got this guy, Dino, who's the worst of all. I don't know what he's <laughs> leaking, leaking his information to the accidentally leaking text. I mean, this is, at this point, it's insanity. And Alex Jones, I was watching today, is claiming victory. I mean, he sounds so much like Trump, it's not even funny. You know, the jury, the jury didn't buy it. Well, the jury just, just it wants to take 45 million from you. That's a victory? That's a Trump victory. But if he had originally, if he had put Sandy Hook on trial, if his defense had been, Your Honor, I'm going to show you that there are a lot of reasons to question this. We're going right. to call witnesses. That's, that's what it is. That's what he said. And he never did that. He distanced himself from it. I never said that. I was he say he was saying like uh, I relied on uh, I think he even used disinformation like the government. No, that that's and that's why, you know, but even even with all that, obviously I'm still, you know, pained by this because he did wake up a lot of people, as Billy Ray said. My son was very influenced by him. He put out a lot of good videos at first, and nobody would know about Bohemian Grove, probably if not for him popularized the Bilderbergers. So he did wake up a lot of people. He did a lot of good work. But there's reason why so many people uh, are suspicious of him because of this stuff. Why are you acting like this? You, had, As I said, the Sandy Hook truthers, this is what they dreamed about. You got these people in court now. They're suing you. You have a right to call them as witnesses. Now, yeah, you're going to be probably before a, a terrible judge. I, this, this one that he just had now should have recused herself because, you know, her social media is replete with uh, LBGDT, you know, flags and Ukrainian flags and vote Democrat. I mean, obviously he, she can't possibly be. And Alec, Alex claims she said uh, she's told the jury's guilty 20 times in court. I don't know. I, I saw her scolding him and say, don't lie. I mean, this is, but this is, this is part of the woke, this is where we are now. This is the new normal in American courtrooms where judges can do that. They're supposed to, you're not supposed to know how the judge is not supposed to tip their hand. And, and you're supposed to have to, well, which way is the judge leaning? That's the way it used to be. Now it's very obvious in the beginning. And he didn't have a chance, but he got to this point. This is his third trial. He's got two more ads to this. And I asked the question before the show, how many times can one person be sued for the same thing? At what point, you know, <laughs> do you run into quadruple jeopardy or whatever it is? I don't know. I mean, how, this is, how much money can they get out of this guy? He's going to run out of millions, but he represents for good or bad, whatever we think of him, symbolically, what is on trial is this alt media, conspiracy theorists. And, and, and so we, we are on trials. They're trying to criminalize what we say and do on this show every week. They're trying to make it so we can't, we can't talk about Pizzagate. We can't talk about Sandy Hook. We can't talk about uh, COVID. That's medical misinformation in the vaccine. We can't talk about uh, the 2020 election. That's that's misinformation about both. There's so many things that they claim you can't talk about now. So at, at what point do you have, what, what, so are you just going to be able to list the subjects that we can talk about? And then if, if you disagree with us, you're going to criminalize it. That's where we are now. They're criminalizing opinion. This is thought crime. He's on trial for, regardless if he's legitimate or not, doesn't even matter. Because we're on trial, and so everybody, everybody who's cheering this on, it's it, you shouldn't be because you're cheering on your own demise because they're coming for you. And I, I, I just wrote the thing on Substack. First they came for Alex Jones, and that's the old saying. You know, it goes back to World War II. First they came for the socialists, and they came for the communists. You know, then they came for the Jews. Whatever. The left used to understand that. They don't understand it now. So first they came for Alex Jones. You know, at some point they're going to come for Billy Ray Valentine and uh, Tony Ardern and Don Jeffries. And that's that ought to scare all of us because we have so little dissent allowed in this country now, but they're trying to criminalize it. And this message and the message of those political prisoners that are in prison for a year and a half denied all due process while they're being tried nationally on television. And this they could get a fair trial after that unprecedented with no defense allowed. The message is you will not dissent from us. Or we'll put you on trial. And again, people, there seems to be very few people out there that care. Mr. Gardner Goldsmith is in the chat. What is going on, sir? How are you? <laughs> hey, Gardner. Thank you for giving us $10. We appreciate oh, it. 
And Harps in the chat gave us $5 from down under. It's a backwards five bucks. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate (laughs) you. Thank you for tuning in every week. And the rest of the chat, we're going to get to you guaranteed before the end of the broadcast. Now, I I, see, I I have issues with Pizzagate, right? Because um, I followed it and it, it led you nowhere right? It, it was a dead end. And maybe it was designed to be something like that. Right? So I'm so 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 if Alex Jones gets something wrong, and he apologizes for it, I'm cool with it. Right? So he, he apologized for it. Sandy Hook probably isn't what we thought it was. When all of this broke, how much of it is this information? And how much of it was by design? I don't know. I was into it. I was watching and following, and I was like, man, this is scary as hell. I never committed to anything. But when you see, um, damn, now I forget the kid's name. Um, uh, Posner, Posner, about, Posner. Uh, the kid that was in pa- Pakistan, too. No. Yeah, Posner. Yeah, um, but, but what was his first name? Neil, uh, Neil I think. Neil. That wasn't Neil. Anyway, the Posner kid, you know, um, and and the father was the one that sued James Fetzer. The funny, the father's Lenny. I think the kid's name is is Neil. I think I think it's Neil Posner. Neil Posner. Damn, I'm completely drawing a blank. Anyway, hmm. um, he, you know, this kid, God bless him, died in two different continents. He died in a Pakistani uh, school shooting and in in the Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook school shooting. Like, I'm, what are we supposed to think with that? Why can't we ask those questions, right? Why is it a bad thing to ask those questions? There were, I remember there were Photoshopped, it was probably bullshit, but there were Photoshopped um, images of the girls, of two yeah. girls, I think they were uh, uh, Parker's kids yes. that, that, um, that had passed away, but they, they were Photoshopped and put in uh, with Obama, that they were yeah. in, in the White House with Obama. And I'm, I remember looking at that. And I remember, in, I looked at it through Infowars, they put it out, right? And I was looking at that. I'm like, man, this is weird as hell. Like, imagine if this is true. You know, like, I didn't know if it was photoshopped or not. Um, but there was a lot of, uh, uh, you know, the um, them doing that revolving circle around Sandy Hook. You know, from above. I remember that dude that they tackled in the forest that was running. I remember the freaking footage. You can't find it anywhere anymore. Yep. You know, and he said he had nothing to do with it, but they went and got him. You know. Um, all the conspiracy theories behind Adam Lanza. And the thing is, whether we're, and, and Tony made an excellent point, whether we're right or we're wrong really doesn't matter. How come we can't question it? How come we can't talk about it? And, 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 and uh, you know, it, what, what the defense will say is that they're like, well, you know, um, because you're saying these things, X, Y, and Z, like a QAnon, right? Because you're saying these things, well, they stormed the Capitol, you know, and all of these people <laughs> yeah. are saying that. That you know, so we're giving them ammunition by subscribing to the nonsense, right? So we need to take it back, and I subscribe to the nonsense too, right? So I'm, I don't, I don't want to sit here and, and say that I didn't, you know, but 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 I have to. We we as a community need to recognize the assault that's being waged upon us right now, and what we do to defend ourselves from it for as long as we can. We need to put up a fort, and that fort comes in in the form of disseminating information that you can prove you know and if you can't prove it present it as such classic case billy classic case the unabomber ted Mm. kaczynski winner of the fields medal went to harvard mathematician right mk ultra there's there's ample evidence to show that ted kaczynski was part of mk ultra they did something to the young man right Right. brilliant mind and he became a murderer Right. right Now, that was come out years later. I think even the History Channel, as a matter of fact, I looked it up and I found a link to the History Channel and MKUltra and Ted Kaczynski. Right. That's main, pretty much mainline that that has been talked about. So what, what all of this is pointing to is if there is something that's found out later or if there's an anomaly or anything, you can't even talk about it or you're a denier or you're, you're hurting the families or you're a defamer, right? This is what this is, again, it all tracks back to being able to... Um, to ask questions, right? To, to investigate, to do the job that the media won't do, 
right? They, the reason we exist is because the mainstream media with all their millions and all their resources and everything else won't do anything to look into anything. They just get a talking point from the CIA and they read it. That's it. That's why we exist. We're not professionals, you know, but they, they won't look into anything. Right, and if you right, want right. to know who rules over you, look to who you cannot criticize. And if you want to know what's real, look to see what you can question. You can question what's real. Maverick, we're coming to you in just a sec, so get ready. Patrick S. in the chat gives us 20 bucks, and he says, good day, gents. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, Patrick. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate you. And everybody else in the chat, we appreciate the hell out of all y'all. Uh, Angry Tiger gave us $5. Thank you, buddy. How are you? We appreciate that very much. Um, yeah, so ultimately, it's, it's an attack on free speech. That's really what it is. Uh, and Alex Jones is the perfect person to beat up over it so the mainstream will accept it. Um, not knowing that eventually this is going to knock on their door. And then when you present that to them, they don't care. They don't care. This is where they have got us as a people that we're so, so stubborn and so rooted in our beliefs that we will not move nine times out of ten. Something huge needs to happen in order for our perspectives to shift. All right, Maverick, what's going on? What are you thinking about all this, man? Well, I'm not too well versed in Sandy Hook, but I believe it was a shooting, right? Right. Took shooting. Okay, that's what I thought. I know it's well before my time, and I do believe he did not say it because, like, I believe what's happening is is that he said that there was the children did not pass. Is that correct? From Sandy Hook, the child. Well, the, saying, the, yes, the thing yes. is, right, that they're they're saying. Well, the conspiracy theory goes right that um, these ch children never existed, wow. right? That's the extreme side of the conspiracy theory, and they do this for for a lot of things. Like uh, there was uh, the no plane theory for nine eleven, right? There's no planes, so that that that's another theory that 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 went down. Or nobody died in uh, in what is it, the Las Vegas shooting? You know, that, that's another one that went around that nobody died. So, so this is typical. Um, and, uh, and people subscribe to it. And now we've ended up here where, where InfoWars is being taken down as a result of it. I mean, I hope it doesn't get taken down, even though it's, it's a beacon of disinformation at this point. But um, I still hope it doesn't get taken down because that reflects on all of us, man. You know, so I mean, so that was the theory. The theory was that there were no, that nobody died in Sandy Hook. There were m many other theories, but that's the one that they're concentrating on. Go ahead, buddy. And then I also heard that he stated in one of his interviews, I think after Sandy Hook, that they did it for, um, whatchamacallit, so that politicians could ban firearms. And I mm -hmm. think that's the real reason. They were just waiting for him. Because I, I don't think they ever liked Alex Jones. And I think right. when they finally heard that, they're like, well, let's like, talk about Sandy Hook. Let's make up that he said these people never past now they can finally get him and they won't say anything anymore right really i've done this many times before whoever they can find who spoke out against them just gets thrown underneath the bus oh no, i got you first doesn't matter right no 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 that makes sense and and um you brought up something that i that i had forgotten it was the gun control narrative that um uh, that was uh sandy hook was used to say well it's it's a gun control issue but Let's let's take it. We, we've seen what Alex has become, right? As of 2015, 2016. But you can see the roots of it. But I, I, I it, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Um, hindsight is 2020, but I had no idea when I was in it, right? You can see the roots of it there because, I mean, I know Obama was in office, but he pointed straight at Obama for this, you know? And uh, the, the bottom line is, more guns went gun sales went up as a result of this as a result of the conspiracy theory more people got armed because they thought that obama was going to take the guns from people as a result of sandy hook so that's the arming of the people right and and we are the people so that we're being armed but um and 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 uh, the narrative goes oh yeah we're being armed because we need to fight back against the government and the government doesn't care. The, the government is letting us get armed, and it's, it's been evident for a long time now, and this is a good example of it, in my opinion. Tone, what's up? Well, I'm strong Second Amendment, but I agree with you. I think that the firearm now has become a pacifier. They have so much technology um, for surveillance Agreed. to shut you down, to take your bank account. 
while everybody was uh, saying, well, I'm good, I got my guns, they were taking away your First Amendment, your Fourth Amendment, the entire Bill of Rights. That's what's going on now, people. And you're being placated by the GOP to think that you're comfortable, you got your people and they're protecting you when they're selling you out slower, right? So the, the argument about the Second Amendment still is right. It's a gradual death by a thousand cuts, boiling the frog over time, getting people saying, oh, see, you, you connect extreme tragedy and violence to the gun keep doing that well without the gun there wouldn't be these you know uh these deaths these murders so all we have to do is remove the gun and i don't think it's worked the way that they wanted it to but it is still uh you know pr trump was the first president in history to set the precedent to you know to ban bump stocks no president had ever done anything against the second amendment trump had it was the first one and he set the precedent now biden's doing it uh, kamala harris says she's president she's going to do more on gun control People are kind of, well, yeah, well, th that that could be uh, to keep us safer, right? And it's placating more and more. I'll read you a little clip here. This is an article I've read before, but something that goes back to Bill Cooper. And just real quick, this is just a, a snippet. The government encouraged the manufacture and importation of firearms for the criminals to use. This is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity, which would lead the American people to voluntarily disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms. Using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in a process called Orion, the CIA inculcated the desire in these people to open fire on schoolyards and thus inflame the anti-gun lobby. This plan is well underway and so far is working perfectly. The middle class is begging the government to do away with the Second Amendment. That was mm -hmm. written in 1990 by wow. Bill Wow. Prophetic, All prophetic words. 100. Riley in the chat gave us five bucks. What's up, Riley? How you doing? Um, Don Jeffries, what are you thinking? Yeah, well, you know, my thoughts of, uh, <clears throat> I've discussed the Second Amendment before. I certainly, I think it's important, but uh, the problem is on, on the right. I mean, I, people like uh, <clears throat> Ted Nugent, he's a perfect example of that, that uh, Alex has, on, has had on so many times. And I would say, you know, these one-trick ponies where I, I don't know how Nugent or a lot of these people feel about anything else. Uh, they don't talk very much about the First Amendment. It's all about the Second Amendment. Well, <clears throat> if we don't have the First Amendment, the Second Amendment's, uh, pretty much pointless. And I think we saw, as I said, during the, the, the unconstitutional lockdown, how many weapons are there in America? You know, I don't even know what the number is, but it's a lot. Uh, no one used them. And I'm not saying they should have. And maybe there wasn't anyone to use them against because, again, they didn't need soldiers. They didn't need cops so they, to, to lock you down. They just, everything was locked down. But, right. I mean, let's say the people that concealed carry weapons, if they're walking into a store or whatever, I mean, it, it would, would I don't know, Tony was more about this, but if, if somebody came up to them and tried to get them to put on their mask, uh, wouldn't if, if it wouldn't a real Second Amendment guy just say, uh, no, I'm not gonna, that's unconstitutional. And then maybe, I don't know, if it makes, I think you have to have their weapons shown, but if they're legally allowed to do that, what could they say to them, right? I'm not saying they should shoot somebody in the store for doing it, but you should have seen some of that. You saw a tiny bit of protest where were these so-called militias? Where are all these white supremacists that Joe Biden tells us are you know, the, the biggest problem in the country? Uh, why weren't they up? In, where were the, the Christians? I mean, how, I, I would imagine a good number of Christians carry weapons. Why didn't they, the ones that are, why weren't they locked and loaded on Easter Sunday? Why didn't they go there with their concealed weapons permits and, and just if the cops were there, you know, say, hey, we're going in. We're going to have a shootout if you don't want. I mean, that's, I would expect to have seen that kind of stuff. Because that's the kind of rhetoric you sometimes get from people that are really strong Second Amendment. But we didn't see any of that. As far as I know, there wasn't a single incident anywhere. You had the one, I guess it was uh, Michigan or somewhere where they had some, uh, uh, at one point they had some protest and uh, or they shut it down because there was a Confederate flag or something and they were upset. There was there were some guns there as if, again, as if, wouldn't you expect people <laughs> to have guns that were protesting this? But So I don't know at this point. Uh, we, the entire country was was shut down. Or now, you, if, if if these the Alex Jones trial and maybe more to come are showing that they're criminalizing thought. So what good what good are guns doing at this point? I mean, I I still support the right of people to have, but exactly what point? And I think too many people that are uh, really gun lovers are content to sit on their property and know that uh, hey, I can still go hunting, I can go skeet shooting. You're not going to take my guns, but and and maybe the government will never go after those people because they're just saying they're, they're harmless. They're not doing anything. 
They're not overthrowing us because what good does it do if you still have you still have a 96% re-election rate for these horrible incumbents every election? You still there are people are entrenched. You have judges like the Alex Jones judge and the, the judge that Roger Stone had, Emmy Berman Jackson. They're activists. They're not even there's no pretense of impartiality. These people are everywhere. They're running the system. The Lori Lightfoots of Chicago are basically daring you to overthrow them. And nobody, I don't see anybody doing anything. So, but they and I'm want not that seeing, done. Yeah. Right. They, maybe they, that's they, what they want. That's, I, yeah. I think that's what they want. And let's not take the bait. Right. No, because, no, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> right. Ult- ultimately, is, uh, you know, I think Don made an astute observation. It's, it, being a gun owner now is more for show than anything else. You know, it's like look at look at look at all the guns I got. Ain't nobody coming in here. Look at look at all the stuff back here. Look at this ammunition that I got. That's about it. You know, <laughs> ain't nothing else to it. You know, but but controlling the mind is much more important and effective and efficient than controlling guns. Don't give a shit. They want us to shoot each other. That's what they want, right? They want somebody to go out and and do something to Lori Lightfoot, and then it's the end. Just like they're doing with Alex right now. This is what yeah. they want. Let's not play into the nonsense, okay? Let's 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 be yeah. a little smarter and 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 call them on their bullshit. Um, Maverick, I want to get your thoughts on guns before we move on to the UN talking about conspiracy theories. What's up? What do you think about guns in your young age? Uh, well, like I like um, Don said, like why no one? It's actually better that during the pandemic, no one used their guns against it because then now they would have even more ammunition. So it's actually better people are smart Guaranteed. not to use them. Right. They know we should have. It's like, eh, it's kind of good we didn't because then they have more and you should take them away that people are dangerous. Right. I think people are quiet and they don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Because no, absolutely. It, I, I think you're 100% stuff. right. What happened? Yeah. So, um, I think, uh, I, yeah, I think, I think you're right, buddy. And it just, just to clarify what Don was saying, right, was just that given the rhetoric of all these uh, uh, gun yes. owners, you know, you would yes. think that something would have popped off. And it did yes, not. Yes, that's right? my point. That's, that's my point. Exactly I'm not suggesting. Right. I, yeah, I'm not suggesting they should have or anything. Right, but right, right. If it gets given their rhetoric, given their beliefs, you know, live free or die. Don't tread on me and all that. <laughs> don't well, tread on me. They, they they were treading on you a lot. <laughs> so how much do you need to be tread on? Right, yeah, so right, right. I, I'm just saying, you know, that at this point, okay, <laughs> just take it and just say, I I want my guns to hunt. That's what right. I want. I want to be able to hunt and, and skeet shoot. That's all. You, you all have to worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, and, and like Tony mentioned earlier, they got so much high tech shit. We were talking about super soldiers on the fringe when I had Midnight Mike on. It, it's a thing. Yeah, these are things now. You're gonna break out your your gun and shoot somebody, and it and and it's not gonna have any effect. Yeah. This is no. what the U.S. military is doing. Anyway, Tony has something to say. Or, or? I, I would I would uh, obviously die for my Second Amendment rights, mm-hmm. but. The, the Bill of Rights are like dominoes. They just start yeah. falling one by one. Absolutely. And, and as a combat veteran, I can tell you, I, I'm not really into gun culture. I have, I have firearms, obviously. Of course. And I live mm-hmm. in the woods, uh, and I you know, have a gold and silver shop, so I protect myself. And I'm proficient with them. But because I'm proficient with them, I mean, I don't really get into it because I realize that you're just one person. You can only do so much damage. And they're supposed to be used for defensive purposes pretty much right. only unless you have a lot like the, the the word militia is a bad word to to the elite but it's in our constitution mm-hmm. you know uh, this was demonized back in the 90s and i know this very well uh, <laughs> what they did to that movement right. and uh, that's for for us to band together and help you patrol each other's neighborhoods and communities and all the rest but you know it, people have been pacified it's something they need to realize that's happened to them. They're being pacified with the Second Amendment while they're destroying all the other ones. The domesticated American, ladies and gents. That's what it is. Um, but you can't, you, can't, uh, you can't make a dog out of a wolf. So don't even try it with Tony Atterburn. All right, check this out. So in relation to all of this, right, and why I spaz out about QAnon and the election and all this other stuff, right, is because now the UN is saying, hey, we are launching a war against conspiracy theory. So now it's a war against drugs, a war against terrorism, right? And the war against conspiracy theories. Because, of course, we, we are lumped in with everything else. You know, we're lumped in with the terrorists, right? You know, um, uh, Osama bin Laden was a conspiracy theorist. Everybody knows that. Um, 
I don't know if he was a conspiracy theorist or not. But <laughs> um, ultimately, like, this is what the UN is saying, right? There's a war on conspiracy theories, and they're going to try to, to, to debunk conspiracies and, and make a concerted effort to get the real news out there, right? And have there been things that we have gotten wrong? Absolutely, right? QAnon is complete and total bullshit. If anybody still subscribes to it, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Pizzagate was most likely a bunch of nonsense. We haven't gotten the answers that we need for a lot of it, and I think there still needs to be a lot of investigation. But uh, Podesta is not the father of the guy from Lincoln Park, right? You know, and, and, and this is how it goes, right? And then it may have started with Sandy Hook. I don't know. I, I don't know. One day I will sit down and try to, try to create dots as to where this all started. But when we... When we um, do that when we subscribe to things like that without without really doing research we we do harm to 9-11 truth and things that we can prove uh we we do harm to uh, bringing up legitimate questions on just about anything you know because if it doesn't follow the official narrative you're gonna get sued right or you're gonna get whatever imprisoned at some point wait till that happens you know it's, it's not anything we can rule out the UN has decided that uh, what we do in the alternative media is, uh, you know, counterproductive to their needs. Tony, what's up? What are you thinking? Well, it, uh, the headline should probably be uh, something like uh, Satan declares war on demonic possession. Right. This is, uh... <laughs> no, I can't, you know, because I thought of that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's like um, they said. Part of the headline is uh, the, the global elite uh, say, um, say that there's no nobody controlling the world, that there's no global elite controlling the world, says the global elite. You know, so go ahead, buddy. <laughs> well, That's right. I, I know that we're in the age of, of nonsense and stupidity and laziness because, I mean, if you just think for five minutes, you put down your phone, you don't scroll through anything, and you just allow yourself to – Think about the world in which we live. Why is it? I was listening to Midnight Mike on his show, OBDM. He's talking about this. He's like, well, I believe that uh, people that are you know, very wealthy and powerful would like to keep that power and wealth, and they will do things to manipulate whatever they need to do and act on those things to keep their power and wealth. Why is that a conspiracy theory? That's not a conspiracy theory. That's conspiracy fact. The, the, the modern world is manipulated by the people who control the wealth and the money supply. This is pretty evident. That's what I was talking about yesterday on my show. I mean, we're talking about Alex Jones, and, and, and rightly so, and, and people are upset because of what he – I mean, even the people he had on his show and all this about the, the Sandy Hook case. But the media allows people uh, in high places to literally murder Very good billions, if not billions of people with their financial moves. When you restrict money supply, when you devalue currency, you realize the poverty that creates the, – the, the, the domino effect, right? All of the the, the butterfly effect, whatever the, the chain reaction is is death. It's an I mean, act of war on scale. the people. On, on right. and they do it. Think about it, pumping twelve trillion dollars into the economy in the last two years, and all the all of the people in this country. We're in the first world, and they have they can't buy as much medicine or as much food. I mean, their quality of life. You you literally killed them. But the media won't talk about that because we got to talk about stuff that's again they want to control the narrative. This is so over the top. I read this yesterday, and I should have talked about it on my show, but I ran out of time. This, and I think Soros was saying that things like UN, uh, Israel, you can't talk about Israel. Right? Any, Israel can't be involved in any conspiracy theory or any sort of non-narrative research because if you do, then you're an enemy, right? You, right. you can't think. And, and they even said in this article, like, well, here's some things that, you know, they said, well, the, 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 some conspiracies can be real, like when the tobacco industry um, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. said that, that cigarettes didn't kill people. I'm like, but you guys, all the people that you're talking about to tell me the truth also advertise those cigarettes. They smoke them on the air. They told me that, that their doctor chose the right camel. So I'm, I'm, again, this is why alternative media exists, at least for now, to, to, to push back against this kind of stuff. Right. And it's, it's it's insane. <laughs> uh, alternative media is the byproduct of the mainstream media lies. 
That's all. That, that that's why the alternative media exists. We got tired of being lied to, and when somebody lies once, you can let it go, but when they lie to you again and again and again and again, it's time to do your own. And this is why we're here. And we don't say we're perfect, but you know what? We said that there would be a global campaign for the mass vaccination of the people, and that has happened. That has happened. We said that that virus probably came out of a freaking lab in China. We said it first, and they called it a conspiracy theory until they were willing to use that narrative for whatever it is they wanted to do. And we got more. We can sit here all day, but we don't have enough time. We're going to go to Don, and then we're going to go to, we're going to, go to Maverick. What's up, Don? Yeah, well, certainly uh, they've been very successful, obviously, con converting all dissent to demonize it as so-called conspiracy theories. And that, you know, that term was popularized in 1967 by a memo from the CIA, which uh, was uh, dealt with uh, critics of the Warren Report. And uh, anyone who hasn't read that, it took a long time to unleash under Freedom of Information Act, but it's out there. Look at what your government was doing back in 1967 about just one issue, and you can apply it to anything, whether it's Sandy Hook, 9-11, anything else, any, any kind of uh, uh, the election, the vaccine, anything. Any kind of dissent from the narrative, any kind of questioning authority now is instantly called conspiracy theories. Look at what Alex, Alex Jones is being presented in the media. You don't see any story. Every story says conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. They don't say talk show host. They say conspiracy theorists, much as if you remember back in the day when uh, Noriega was always Panamanian strongman, Noriega. <laughs> uh, Gaddafi was Libyan strongman, Gaddafi. Right. Uh, whatever African, they were the African warlord. Uh, they would have, uh, David Koresh was cult leader. It's always the media finds a way to describe people they're trying to demonize, and that's right. the only way they describe them. Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist, period. That's it. So they're trying to demonize that. And I tell people all the time because <clears throat> I don't back down from it. And a lot of people in, in our world do. Uh, we, 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 There's a reason why we talk about conspiracies all the time. And people say, you believe everything's a conspiracy. Well, yes, I do. Because we're being <laughs> run by conspirators. This is the way they do business. <laughs> they don't know any other way. Why would you think that people... In, in the JFK assassination, where I told them, I used to try to talk when I tried to talk to those alleged researchers. And say, so you think that they conspired, the government conspired in 1963 to kill the president of the United States. But, you know, after that, they were, and before that, they didn't do much, really. You know, there were no conspiracies then. And, and after that, they went back to being normal. Well, then they killed MLK and RFK. Okay, then. But uh, <clears throat> then they were okay again. And then you had Watergate nonsense or whatever. But you, but you don't believe in any of this other stuff. You don't think Waco is a conspiracy or Oklahoma City or any of that. And they don't realize this is standard operating procedure for this is the only way they, they don't know how to not conspire. I don't think, you know, Jonathan Swift, the great author of uh, Gulliver's Travel back in the 1700s, was talking about the judges of his day. And it applies to the people we have misruling us now. He said that his ju the judges of his day were so corrupt, you couldn't bribe them to do the right thing. That's where we are now. You couldn't bribe these people. To do, you think you could bribe Alex Jones as a judge to do the right thing? It's impossible. They're committed to evil. They're absolutely committed to it. They're committed to the dark side, whether they sold their souls or not. So all they can do is lash out and demonize people like us as conspiracy theorists, but wear it proudly. I mean, it's it's it's, it's like a truth or people you say, well, I don't like being called truth. Or I said, what do you object to about that term? That means you're in sync of the truth, right? So it's raw. I mean, so, right. so what are you, a falsifier? I mean, why would you object to being called a truther? That's a, that's I'm a, a liar. That's, a, that's, yeah, what that's I, right. Well, good to I so, prefer I mean, that term. Exactly. So continue to seek the truth. And uh, we have to try to fight them as much as we can. But uh, you know, the Alex Jones thing, that's a huge blow. And he's not helping any. And nobody else in the – like, and, you know, I said when – when Huey Long was killed, Huey Long had a movement to share the wealth. When they killed him, nobody could step up and take his place because it was so much on the force of his personality. So it died. Martin Luther King was shot very similarly. The right. civil rights movement, he was a, a, a persona. Malcolm X was already dead. Nobody could step into that void. Jesse Jackson was a joke, a joke, a sycophant of the, you know, the state. So that the movement died. It was, it was going into a class type of movement where he was going to have a poor people's march on Washington, which fizzled out. Alex Jones, he's not, nobody anointed him the leader of the conspiracy world. 
but he is a personality and he got attention what regardless whether he's legitimate or not so i'm scared that if he dies out the conspiracy world will fizzle too because who who would at this point who is number two as a personality because David Knight. Well, yeah. I mean, but as far as personality, I got you. I got you. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, Go ahead, yeah. Person. I mean, I mean, David Ike maybe is the second most well known. I don't know, mm. but there's nobody that compares to Alex's entertainment value and his attention grabbing value. That's why it's always so frustrating when he uses it. And he he does something stupid. Why? Whoever knows why he's doing it. But so that's what I worry about a little bit. That uh, he he's personified for good or bad. The, the so-called alt-right, and I don't know. I think we're going to kind of be rudderless about it. And the fact that people aren't defending, whether regardless of what they think about it, man, you you can't. And this is this is where our justice system is. Why there's no civil libertarians? That's why you know there's so few people like me because people don't understand. Doesn't matter what you think, Alex Jones or the J6 defendants or any of these people, Steve Bannon, any of these people. You have to. Everybody deserves. You have to have a justice system that's based on law. And not emotions. Otherwise, you know, you, you and I, I mean, we have lots of enemies, you know, with lots of people that we can't stand, right? I mean, these, I mean, I'd like Lori Lightfoot, I'm talking, you know, I'd, yeah, no, let's put her on trial, you know. But okay, you have, but you have to, you have to have some law there, right? Just because I, I, I think she's ridiculous and she's absurd. I can't charge her, I can't try her for being ridiculous. I can't try somebody just because, uh, you know, I think you're, uh, I don't like your looks or something. That, that's what we've allowed to happen. And they're they're going after us, and uh, you know we have to we have to hope that they uh, that we can hold them off before we have no freedom at all left. Well done. Somebody's already got her. They sprinkled that head shrinking thing from Beetlejuice <laughs> onto her. It, it, you know, so don't worry about it. They take care of that. Hey, listen, uh, Maverick. We're gonna give you the last word before we get up out of here. But I do want to. You guys, you guys have been tipping us all day. It, uh, uh, Jason Barker, thank you very much for your tip. We appreciate it. Uh, uh, John149, oh, hell yeah. What's going on, John? Uh, he says to Tony, please remember a friend today, Jason R. Workman, Navy SEAL, that died today back in 2001. Please, peace. I'm going to let you react to that. We got more tips, and I, I want to I get them. So, Tony, react to that real quick. I'll remember him, brother. All right. Um, let me see what else we got. I know there was another one. And Christ, thank you, Ann, for giving us some money. We appreciate you. Uh, 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 you guys showered us with tips today. This is crazy. Thank you so much. Um, listen, Don's chair is is a part of the crew now. I I, I would feel I would feel some type of way taking WD forty to it and silencing the very important voice. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, analysis and commentary that comes out of the chair. So please um, keep that in mind when you give us $5 for WD-40. All right, Maverick, what is going on, buddy? Tell us, what are you yeah. thinking about this situation here? Conspiracy theories. Well, Why are you into them? You know, for one, and, and, uh, and then tell me what you think about what the UN is trying to do. Well, you can't always, I'm into them. I believe some. I don't believe others. It just right. depends. Mm -hmm. And I like them because I like to know sometimes the truth. And sometimes it's hard to find, but I do. I like to listen to multiple opinions of what someone believes this. They said this didn't happen. Not do all of them, but I do like conspiracy theories for that reason. Mm -hmm. And um, like I like the whole UN thing and Alex Jones and for all the history and people that killed for speaking out and like cancel culture. I think it's coming to a point where they don't have to ban the Second Amendment, uh, the First Amendment, because if you speak out now, you're either going to get attacked by all people on social media or then be prosecuted. It's so like there's no point to ban it because you've already come to a point now where no one wants to say anything. Right. It's like a de facto ban, right? It's not – they don't necessarily have to go out and, and kill it. They could say it still exists, but in reality it does. Yeah, because then you either say something wrong on social media and you get prosecuted by oh, them yeah. or then you have the government like with Alex Jones. Right. And it's it's uh, it's uh, self-policing. That's what we do. We self-police ourselves. You know, if you see something, say something. If somebody says something that that's considered cyberbullying, report them, get them banned. You know, that's where that's where we are right now. Maverick, thank you for your thoughts, sir. We appreciate you. Hold on. OK, so we can tell everybody. I don't know if you want them to find you, but just in case you, you, know, we, we, you might say something about that. 
Let me, Tone, can I hit up the chat real quick and I say what's up to everybody? Absolutely. Let's go up the chat. Let's, I'll, I'll stick on. Lisa, what's up, Lisa? How you doing? Lisa. I see you. She, Lisa's hosting stuff with Don now on, on Twitter, which is dope. I tried to get in the other day and I, I couldn't. I, I, I guess I need to do it through my phone and I don't have enough space on my yes, phone yes, yes. To, to download the Twitter app. And quite frankly, I don't know if I want it on my phone, but I did have a fun time listening to you guys talk. Harps, what's up, buddy? How are you? Lisa, what is good? Good to see you in the chat. Thank you for being here. The real Raybo, not to be mistaken with the fake. I don't like that guy. The real one is here, 100% authentic. What's going on? Jason Barker, what's going on? Thank you for your tip, buddy. Thank you for everything you do week after week after week. Same with you, Rally. We love you, brother. Thank you for being here. Mark is here. Mark with, with I don't know, I, Mark Whale? That's a whale. So I guess it's Mark Whale is here. What's up, Mark? How you doing? Uh, what else we got? We got um, damn, I don't know. I don't know what this is. Duluth, I think. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Uh, Tom Cooper is here. What's up, Tommy? How you doing? Life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. What's up, buddy? Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. What else we got? And Christ, thank you, thank you, thank you, and good to see you again. Uh, let me see who else we got. A lot of repeat offenders here. We love it though. Keep keep offending. Let's see what else we got before we go. Same thing. That's pretty much it. I think it's the same people that that we're talking. But we appreciate all of you, man. Uh, guard was in the chat. What's up to guard? He's gone now, but he was here. Um, and there were a few others. I'm going to see who else I get because I want to get everybody. Tony Arterburn, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at arterburn.news, and uh, I went back through the chat, and I just wanted to say Jason R. Workman um, died August 6, uh, 2001, mm-hmm. and uh, I worked uh, really close with the Navy SEALs in Afghanistan at the end of 2001. There's some fierce warriors, and uh, uh, it was always an honor, and uh, so I, I'm, for John 149, I appreciate you bringing that up, and of course, it is August 6 today, and my history brain always kicks in because uh, I was hosting on InfoWars. That's the anniversary of them being deplatformed as well mm. uh, from all social media, August 6, 2018. I was filling in 2019 and 2020 on August 6 on the anniversary, and now we're talking in 2022, and they just delivered a $45 million judgment. So uh, this is ominous, and history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. There's something to this cycle. We're all, this is, again, this is all of us folks. Uh, we're all engaged in the war and it doesn't matter, um, you know, what your, what your politics are. Uh, this war is after your mind. Right, right. 100%. They colonize your mind. You have absolutely nothing left. John Jeffries. What's up, buddy? He's in the chat. What's going on? John, John Jeffries and I are going to review freaking Monday Night Raw at some point. It's supposed <laughs> to be getting better. John, Triple H is the new head of creative so let's see what develops even though i don't think they'll ever reach the heights of the rock and stone cold steve austin that's gone that's never happening again angry tiger what's up buddy how are you wanted to say what's up to you i'm gonna keep looking at the chat mr don jeffries the legendary let them know what's up oh you can find out all you need to know about me at donaldjeffries.media my Substack writings uh we're getting more and more followers all the time so please check that out it's just, you can uh you so you see on screen there is first they came for Alex Jones, the one I wrote yesterday. It goes with what we were saying. And uh, as Billy alluded to, thanks to Lisa Belanger, an Australian Ben, who's uh, yes. who's been a great supporter. He's the one that got me into this Twitter spaces. And it's it's a great resource because uh, I don't know how – because Twitter obviously censors constantly. But Twitter spaces, you can say whatever you want. So um, I don't know, maybe, maybe they'll eventually come to it, but it's Twitter. So check it out. You, you follow me on Twitter and – I'll have a link to it. It's tonight at eight o'clock, Saturday night, date night. So you can go there. Lisa will probably be there. Australian Ben. Uh, hopefully some other people will show up there. Yeah, I'll try. I don't know if I can, but I'm, I'm going to try at the very yeah. least. I, I enjoy listening to it. What's yeah, up, Maverick? I hear you. Oh, no, with Twitter now, um, that's the reason I'm sorry. That's the reason you're on there now is um, they sold it. So from whoever owned it, it's Elon Musk, and he's opening it all up. From there, he was banned from there, I believe, by the platform, or someone right. was. And now he's, he bought it, and he owns it now. Didn't that fall through? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, th- I think it – well, I think it fell through. Uh, we were all hoping that, that that would happen, Maverick, but I think that fell through. But Twitter spaces, I don't I don't know how that – that's just apart oh, no, from no, Twitter. He owns it now. He 100% owns it. No longer um, 
it, yeah, the whole thing, he owns it. He bought it for a ridiculous, like, $45 billion, something ridiculous number like that. Mm. Okay, I'll definitely look into that, brother. Yeah. Uh, Felix Caraballo, what is up? He says, Felix. Nancy Pelosi. What's up, Felix? How you doing, bro? He says, Nancy Pelosi is correct. She said the American people are the dumbest people on the face of the earth. She very well might be right. I think yeah. I think that's something yeah. we we actually agree on. I don't agree. I don't agree with much with Nancy Pelosi, but you know, there there you have it. Maverick, tell the people where they can find you if you want them to find you anyway. I don't have any social media actually. Smart guy. Besides an Instagram, I don't really post on there. I'm not a very social media person. Stay off of it. Right. Smart guy. Smart. That, that's why you're here. That's, that's, why, that's why Don asked to have you on, because you do things like that. Patrick S., what's going on, buddy? If you're still around, I just want to say what's up to you. And, um, I mean, the chat was on fire today, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So I, I'm still scrolling. There's still more people. If I'm, I'm probably going to miss somebody, unfortunately. But um, you know we love you. All right. So we'll, we'll try to sprinkle it in throughout the broadcast next time so we get everybody. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid. We're getting up out of here. You know the deal. You know where to find me, theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com and The Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcast. And, of course, right here, our home and your home, America Unplugged on Rockfin and americaunplugged.com. Go check it out over there. Freeworld.fm coming very soon, which will be our other home. <laughs> So go check us there, man. It's going to be dope. Don's going to do a show. Tony's doing a show. I'm doing a show. Charlie Robinson is doing a show. We got tons of other people doing shows. I'd be here for another hour listing them, and I'm not going to do that because you got shit to do, and so do I. Let's get up out of here. Do not burn the place down while we're gone. Tony, play us out. You got it.